Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Rodney Pete, before I let you go, do you remember the one time we played in Carolina? Oh, yeah. Do you remember what I said that day? <laughs> I, I know it had something to do with old. I know. I say, I say, I say, ED, listen to this. You know me. I'm young. I'm this young little, I'm this young little lion. We trying to hunt out there. I said, if Rodney Pete beat me today, I'm retiring. <laughs> and guess what, ED? ED, we got him. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod, period, with Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson and USC legend, 16-year NFL vet Rodney Pete, presented by DraftKings. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod, period, presented by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAMN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. I'm Rodney Pete. He is the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. And we got a special guest today, our man. He played 17 seasons in the NFL for the Baltimore Ravens. He was drafted out of what they call the U. <laughs> uh, he, won, he won two Super Bowls, a two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time uh, defensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP, seven-time first-team All-Pro, 13-time Pro. I can go on and on, man. Led the NFL in tackles three times. Uh, I mean, the, the the resume is endless. He owes his own. He has his own podcast. Team No Excuses presents the Ray Lewis Show. Our man, Ray Lewis. What's up, Ray? Man, I'm, I'm sitting with Rodney Pete and Eric Dickerson. I must have made it. <laughs> <laughs> you must have rode 100 miles on a bicycle to get here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ray, speaking of that, let's get into, before we get into, like, the, the, the X's and old football stuff, man, what have you been up to? Because we were talking off air that, that you are you into bike riding now. Yeah, yeah, I'm into cycling, man. I got into cycling, guys, what, 2010, right? I uh, I popped my big toe playing against Seattle and uh, I tore my, my, my uh, planter plate so I don't have that flexibility, right, when it comes to pushing off. So I had to actually put a steel plate in my shoe and then the rest of my game started to go sideways, right, to where I would have to push off sideways and stuff. So I didn't have direct power going forward but I never got it fixed because there was no there was no true cure of fixing a snap toe and so it's still broken it's still broken to this day man but I just love cycling like it's a different world guys it's like it's like everything and I know you guys are gonna get on me but everything like we went through and we trained and you know how hard we went it's 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 hard like that but it actually saves you because your yeah. body doesn't it's the it's the low impact, right, man. Right. No, I, I get it. I'm, I'm I'm trying to do more. Yeah. So I got a hundred miles. So I got a hundred miles. miles. That's what I wanted to ask you. What's up with the hundred miles? I mean, seriously, Ray. hundred. You know how far hundred miles is? To me, that's like and, and Ray, Ray, it's not stationary. You outdoors, right? You're not riding a Peloton or a stationary bike, right? I have I have stationary bikes, but I am outside. I am outside for sure. So we leave here. We leave here, Ed, about. I get there about 5.30, and we'd be back around 10, 10.30. Yeah. Wow. Good luck. And you have a group that you ride with. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's groups, like, it's groups all over, right? So you have, you have so many groups, right? So, honestly, on a Saturday morning, you'll probably have anywhere from 
2,500 to 3,000 cyclists, wow. you know, in, in, in different groups passing each other. You know, you got faster groups, you got slower groups and things like that. So, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be a bunch of people out there. Yeah. But it, it's really, it's really, it's amazing. Now, now, Ray, are you are you dressed down, man? You got the you got the full gear. You got the biking hey. shorts. You got the, <laughs> the helmet. Hey. You got everything. <laughs> hey, Rodney. hey, Rodney, let me tell you something. Now you know sugar. <laughs> Listen to me, Ed. Yes. I, got my, I got my own kids. You hear me? <laughs> Ed, Ed, RP. Listen, I'm the only black man with hamstrings this damn long out there on the back anyway. <laughs> uh, you gotta look. You got. You gotta look good if you're gonna ride out there. Ed, I'm looking good out there. I got my no excuses gear. I'm talking. I'm ready for them too. They know when I'm coming. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can only imagine when you show up, man, for the ride at five thirty in the morning, and you probably hyped too, like you coming out the tunnel and playing. The game. <laughs> I got smoke. I got smoke coming out the truck. <laughs> 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 oh man, I I am uh I try I've been trying everything though. Like I got I got systems, man. Like it takes me it takes me approximately 45 minutes to an hour before I actually leave the house just for preparation to actually get on the bike. I do I do foam roller, I do I do meditation, I do so much, man. I go through yeah. my prayer, my reading, my readings, and so I just clear my mind, right? It, it's given me I think what made each one of us so great is giving me that that thing again, right? That release of competition and how I don't want to sit still and how I do want to keep going. And I don't want to get to 40, 50 and, and, and wonder if I should have kept going. I just want to keep going. Yeah. I just, isn't that, I just isn't that crazy? Because you, you, and I, I don't know about you, you just said it though, Ray, is that when you retire, you start to, you try to, find that that high that that whatever you had when you were playing and and in reality you you never gonna get that again you never gonna get that again and you got to kind of find something that gets your juices flowing so it, it feels like you you got it that I just I started doing jujitsu and I got my boys into it but that's now and they older because now they 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 doing moves on me that I can't get in position to, to defend <laughs> But but it's like that competition thing that, like you said, that kind of gets. I look forward to it, even yeah. though I'm I'm the old one in there. I look forward to it, man. And Ed plays golf seven or eight days a week, yeah. so I know he's competitive on the golf course. Um, but we got to find that. But it's hard because a lot of cats they still search for it. You, you yeah, I think I, I think you always search for it till you till you find it. Like like you said, Ray. You know, you're looking for that that thing that that when they can replace football. And for me, I I won't forget. I think I told you this story, Rodney. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did a thing at the Hall of Fame, and it was four of us at the Hall of Famers. They asked each guy, what are they doing that they love, like that they, you know, when they play football. And each guy said, you know, my business, this, that. And another guy said, you know, my foundation, I work with this. And other guy said something else, you know. And I said, you know, I guess to be honest with you, I've never found anything that has replaced the love that I have for football. It's hard to replace yeah. that. I think I think you'll find things that kind of, you know, give you that. Mm -hmm. but, but think about it, Ray. Yeah. You know, that, that, that coming on the field, you know, just yeah. the, the electrifying of the, the fans and, and, and you know, from, from being a kid, not just being, a, not, not being Ray Lewis, the, the pro, the Hall of Famer, but from being a young kid or playing football, when you play football, you like, you probably like me, you just loved it. You loved everything about it. And and the more you played, the more you loved it. And and, and you it's hard, you, it's hard to, re, 
I've never replaced it. I should be honest. I love golf, but it, it hasn't replaced football. You can't, right? So it's not, it's irreplaceable. That's facts. There's no way we can ever replace that, right? But you can substitute what we still thrive for, right? Which is that that competitive edge, right? It's like me. I'm never letting my sons beat me or nothing. Absolutely not. And I don't care. I, don't care. Yeah. I, play, I play my sons. I play my little brother one-on-one in basketball. They're like, you foul me. Ain't no real no out here. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, it don't matter. I just love, I just love this time on this side of life. Like I'm doing it for me. Remember, because when we was doing it, we was doing it for the grind. We was doing it for the teams. But this, I'm doing it for me, man. And so it's just exciting, man. But, E.D., I got to ask you this, because you got to remember this. I told you this before, E.D. You were my favorite of all time. Right? But is that the original E.D. helmet behind you right now? (laughs) (laughs) This is right here. Please tell me, is that the original? This is this is one of the original. This is this is the one I ran when I went for two thousand yards. Uh, so, Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah, because that's twenty one oh five right there. This is twenty. This is twenty one oh five. Help me right here. Yeah, this 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 is it. Look look look, look at the inside of it. You know, look at the, the, the pad. That old bike helmet. That old bike. That old bike helmet. But, I, but I'm, I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you a ri- something original, Ray. That you 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 ain't never seen. What? Now, this is my original college helmet. That's the new helmet. This is the pony. It got a plexiglass over. You can't, you can't scratch the pony. But look at the padding inside. Look, look at this. Can you imagine playing? <laughs> this is like the like 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 the stuff that Jim Brown, the guy, played in. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, I, and I wonder, wonder why we had headaches when we played that crap. <laughs> Just putting the helmet Just on. Putting the helmet on, be, scr- be scratching your forehead. You know, because sometimes guys have black black foreheads. Like, why your forehead so black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rub that helmet, put a helmet on, on and off. But yeah, this, this oh my this, god, this is one of the original helmets. Here. <laughs> oh I love man. It. I love oh, it because we, we talked about that 2105. I talk with Eric all the time about that. Eric got so many stuff. Ray, you know, you, you watched him. I, I love watching him. And, you know, ED, ED made the neck roll look good. Listen, ED made, listen, right? listen, RP, listen, this I'm telling you. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send y'all when we get off the, when we get off the show, I'm going to send you a picture of me in high school. With that same neck rolls. <laughs> what I'm telling you, I had that deuce deuce. I had that deuce. Listen, I had that deuce deuce. Every time I scored, I said, "Nigga, I'm Eric Dickerson out here." How do you? How do you? How do you switch over to defense? Then how do you go to defense? I'm offensive defense. So, so, so this was crazy, right? So, um, this new coach came in the junior year, and I kept begging him, right, because I was playing safety. So I would say I was like 160, 165 pounds because I wrestled 189. So I was really light. Um, so I played safety, safety, safety from 10th grade, 11th grade. So I kept asking my coach, coach, man, I can play offense. I can play offense, right? He was like, no, nah, because we had a lot of athletes. I mean, a lot of athletes. Um, and then next thing you know, this guy got hurt. Jason Bamber, he got hurt. And he took me in a jamboree and he said, go play linebacker. And I said, I don't know how to play linebacker. He said, just go to the ball. I said, okay, I can go to the ball. I stepped at linebacker and 
in one in two quarters, which was a jamboree, they don't, you only play a half. In two quarters, I had 26 tackles. Good grace of life. <laughs> I went to him and said, I'm never going back to safety. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm too close to the ball. I'm too close to the ball over here. And then when I started playing running back, Carlos McCaplin. Carlos McCaplin was this, oh, man, this powerful freshman. He tore up his knee the second game of the year against Lake Wales. He was running our 6'4 quarterback, Jason Mitchell, just on sweeps, right? Rodney just running in sweeps. And I said, Coach, I know the plays. I know 29 toss. I know 28 toss. Just give me the ball. I ended up with 156 yards in one half. We got blew out. We got blew out that game. But that was the only. That was the last game we lost. That's when I started going both ways. That's when I started watching that. that listen, look, I ain't lying to y'all. That's when I started watching that that ED, and I was missing the facts. Jersey all ass. they They got something to deal with. The- <laughs> you ain't. But you ain't sport the goggles though. Did you ain't sport the listen, goggles? Listen, the only thing I, I was trying to figure out was they prescription or was they just for show? Trust me, them things prescription. You didn't want to wear them ugly ass things. I hated them. So yeah, they, that, that, that you made them look good. You made them look good, Ed. Because I gotta tell you, they didn't look so good on Chuck Muncie, but they look good on. Man, they look good on. Man, I, hate, I hate them things, man. Oh man, no good stuff. Though. I'm telling you, man, that's what um it it um. It actually changed my football career when when coach started to really, I think, trying to understand what my niche was because I played everything. But I think, like, I never, I was, I was never just being respectful to the game. I was never just chosen for a job, right? Like sophomore year in, in high school, college, even to when I got to the pros, it was never somebody just looked at me and said, "You are starter." Every time, this is no lie, guys, every time that I had the chance to play beside behind somebody who got hurt, they got hurt, and the next man up was me. So I, I, I always live with the, I always live with this mindset, right? It's simple. Don't ever lose your job to me because you're never getting it back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So you so you do that and you come to high school, you go to the U which, you know, was like an NFL roster. When you when you get there and you're speaking about competition, what was it like going to the U, all the athletes, you guys, you guys had it rolling down there for a while. Um, what was it like down there? Yeah, Rodney, you know, it's crazy, man. So remember my, my senior year, I didn't have a scholarship offer. And uh, Dennis Erickson um, and Art Kehoe, the offensive line coach at the time, saw me play my last high school game against the number one recruit in the nation, which was Jamie German. And, um, and I, had a, I had a crazy game. I had just had a crazy sick game, just everything, rushing, tackles, everything. We ended up losing. Four days before signing day, they knew I didn't have a scholarship. I had just won the state, t- the state title in wrestling um, at 189. And I was like, I can't go to a wrestling school because I'm broke. My mom is in Tennessee at the time. I was living with my grandmother. And... Uh, Next thing you know, four days before signing day, Dennis Harrison calls and he's like, this kid blew out his knee riding a four-wheeler and we got one scholarship available. Mm. They say, if you can get here in four days, you got the scholarship. So I was like, grandma, I need to go to Miami ASAP. We got to, <laughs> we got to scratch up some money. And I'll never forget it, man. My mom, um, right before I left, they gave me uh, $20 worth of food stamps. And I had one pair of jeans, three three white t-shirts, and they dropped me up in Miami. 
And wow. that's when I ran into Warren Sapp and, you know, The Rock. Um, we was we we became really close friends very early. Me and him just kind of clicked first. And when I got to UM, I'm like, all of these freaking number one in the nation, number one in the nation, number one linebacker in the nation, number one running back in the nation, number one this. But I had the biggest mouth because I was like, I was like, I'm none of that. <laughs> but I will tell you, but I will tell you, I can play some football, you know. And I think started to just evolve into that family, man. Like the U is a culture, right? It's a culture, man. And it's a culture of ultimate respect, but the respect comes from really, you're, you're looking at two, three, four, five-star athletes at one position at, at one time when we when the U was rolling the way it was rolling. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Ray, so now where, where, were you, where, where are you originally from? Lakeland. So I'm originally from Lakeland, Florida, um, right between Orlando and Tampa. Very, very small town, um, country, country, country boys down there. Yep, I went to Kathleen Senior High, 90, 90, uh, 1 and 93. Yep. So so when you look at the U now, because I, I can tell you, when I look at my university, you know, we got the, you know, we got the sort of the death penalty and all that kind of stuff. And we've yeah. never, ever been the same, same school. Yeah. And, and when I look at, when I think about the U, I mean, and to me, y'all, y'all reminded, I guess, to me, I can say y'all reminded us of, of our, our class because we're older, you know, kind of that mm-hmm. almost, I'm going to say gangster. We had a bunch of a bunch of gangster players. I mean, we wasn't no wasn't no internet now. We had a bunch of gangsters, you know. Some guys that you say, "Hey, man, look, you can't be out stealing and going on. You can't be out <laughs> snatching no purses, man. We gotta have you on Saturday." <laughs> I mean, so when, when, I, when, I, when I when I think about the U, I think about guys that you know, good guys, but you know what? Yeah. You know, they they had a little edge to them. But when it came yeah. on Saturdays and and time you wanted football, you wanted you want you want them dogs. You want them dogs. You want them dogs. You know that's how I look at it. That, that's how I look at you guys. And and now, what do you, what do you think of the program now at, at, at University of Miami? Yeah, I think um, I think that leadership at any level of life is leadership. And when you think about what the U once was, the U's reputation was there because of his leadership, right? If you watch the way we played for each other, that wasn't necessarily because we wanted to do it, right? When you think about Snellenberg, when you think about Jimmy Johnson, when you think about Dennis Eric, when you think about Coker, when you think about the richness, right, of what their leadership really was about. And now you transition to Manny, right? And and think about what he's competing against, right? He's competing against the Nick Sabans, the Dabo Sweeney's, the Georgia's, the Ohio Ohio States. So he's now losing what probably fifty to six percent of the top five recruits out of the state of Florida. Yeah. Right? From Miami. Right? You watch the Alabama roster, you watch the Ohio State roster, Georgia, you like Miami, 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 Miami. So you ask yourself, how do you compete with that? And that's why I think we it, it shifted, E D and, and Rodney, I'm sure you remember this. Think about the nineties when I played 90s all the way through the 2000s, Florida State, Miami, Florida, right? Back to back to back to back to back. Like we are always in those championships, right? Nebraska, Alabama a few times, but those were the championship games, but that's where the number one recruits was going. And now we're we're, we're missing a lot of those recruits. And one of the reasons, everything is name recognition. Everything, and and, and we know this now because the dollar is so much more relevant. Now, if you go to Alabama, and you are a two-star, a two-year star at Alabama, you go on your junior year, guaranteed first round. 
if you're a corner, if you're a running back, right? Anything like that. And so we have to, at the U, we have to recreate what the tradition of leadership is. Leadership comes from the respect of why you do what you do and not just because I want to do it, just because I say I'm a part of the U. They say it all the time, the U is back. Being back is, is taking back what we started, which was hard work, hard work, hard work, and then everything else takes care of itself. And to that point, because yeah. USC is the same way, going through the, through the times is the same thing, where, yep. you know, it used to be you, we got everybody from California, yep. especially L.A. Yep. It was mm -hmm. like no competition. Now, I think there's three quarterbacks starting for Alabama, Clemson, and somebody else that come from, came right from L.A. Yep. And, and so we don't get them anymore, but it takes a long time for a program. Sometimes you get that you have that mindset and that history that you mm -hmm. talk about. You think you can continuously mm -hmm. roll out that helmet and it's going to be good. Right. And, and it's not the case. And then that allows teams like, you know, the, the Alabamas and the LSUs to start catching up to you. Oregon's out here to start catching up to you and you can't do it anymore. So how do you get that back Ray, from schools like that? You know, you know, you know, if you think about it, every kid now, just like I said in the 90s, you know, it was Dennis Erickson, it was Bobby Bowden, you know, um, Steve Spurrier, right? Like legendary, legendary, right? And now the kids, it's facts, right? We just got to say what facts are. The kids now are saying, I got two years, my junior year, I'm gone. So where am I going to get that done, right? And the biggest name in college football is Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, yeah. right? Ohio State, Georgia, right? That, that's, that's the only way you get that back is you have to get a name. Yeah. That's relatable, that the kids respect, and the kids know that just because you, if you play for him and you do what you're supposed to do, you got a chance to go in the first round. Those guys have that, and I think all of these colleges are looking for that, right? Everybody's looking for that household name. But I think it comes <clears throat> with the territory of what the kids believe of in you and their leadership. Yeah, yeah honestly, mm -hmm. that's good me. Mm -hmm. I want to remind everybody that week two of the football season is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly, instantly, when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAM to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code BESTDAM this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. 
gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you... Uh, what do you think now? I'm gonna ask both of you guys this because yeah. now, now with the NIL and, and college players can get paid and 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 make money off their name and likeness. I know for you, Ed. I mean, if you could have got paid in college at SMU, man, you never would have went to the NFL the way the way they was paying down there. <laughs> but you think back, even when you were playing at the U rate and UED, it's like, man, all the little things that you did if that was available to you while you were in college, when you needed it. Well, I, you know, I think, yeah. I, I, for me, I, I'll say this much, I've never been a big fan of the NCAA. I, I just feel like they are the biggest criminals in the world because they exploit young kids. You know, they take a young kid, and I just use your your, your university as an example, Rodney, and I think uh, Ray probably feel the same way. That's Reggie, Reggie Bush, they take the Reggie right. Bush situation. They, 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 they exploited Reggie Bush, you know, he got a scholarship, played at USC, won a Heisman Trophy, but you know, suppose you know he took some money. You know, but think about this, man. Most of us—it wasn't even him. Most of us, black athletes, or black kids, we, like Ray said, he had he had a, he had a pair of jeans, a couple pair of jeans, and shoes, and a shirt. We don't have nothing. Food stamp. Yeah, food, food stamp. stamp. We we lucky to have. We don't we don't have anything. And if somebody comes along and offer you something, you know, to help you along. For me, it was to help my my mom. I mean, because I was my my dad had passed away, and I feel like the NCAA they they imposed this. We can do like we can sell your jersey, like we can sell all of Reggie Bush's jersey and everything, but he can't make a dime off of we give you a scholarship. You know, and to me that that's that's just wrong. And I've always felt it was wrong for years. And I can say, look, back in our day, everybody was doing it. We were doing it, Texas doing it, and AM was doing it, Arkansas, Houston, we were right there in the Southwest Conference. Everybody was everybody was denying it. Everybody right. was doing it. And they still deny it. The funny thing is they still deny. It. I'll tell you a quick story right quick is that one school, I won't say the name of the school, said how they do it, and it's, that's a big school. Uh, they live close to the casino. So let's just say grandma, you, you live with your grandma. We're going to invite grandma down to the casino. Hey, this is your slot machine right here, grandma. You know, all of a sudden you, oh Lord, grandma hit $100,000. Who knew on this slot machine? <laughs> so boom, I mean, how smart is that? <laughs> so, you know, I just feel like you, you should take care of the players. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Either. <laughs> I don't want to say the school, but somebody in the school told me. I'm like, Grandma didn't hit the slot. I got, I got to give. That's a good one. Now think about that, Grandma. What Grandma had one? How much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, that one, bro. Nah, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm definitely with Ed when you speak about these things. Even, even, even when you open up this conversation, right, and say that the NCAA are, are paying kids, they're not eating from the NCAA's pie. Right, right. That, that's, what, that's what the argument has been. That's what ED is talking about. Like even the aftermarket dollars, right? That you can sell a 52 and you make all the proceeds off of it, but it's my image, it's my brand, it's my name, yeah. right? Think about this, you would never have, and, and I, I tell you, you will rarely have athletes go broke or lose everything they have if they were just paid off every time somebody used their name. Right. Period. Period, right? And so you're asking the NCAA, you're letting letting other vendors and people come from the outside, right? To strengthen your pie. But what what we're asking for, if you're making billions of dollars a year off of these kids, right? Why aren't we eating from that pie? 
that's that's when I know the kids are winning, right? When you're actually eating from that pot. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm definitely man. I feel the same way with Ed on that one. I just think, <clears throat> I just think there are too many people making too much money, and definitely when you talk about black athletes, like we we are we're what probably seventy to eighty percent of the National Football League alone. You know, you talk about college football, it's maybe split up, you know, kind of equally, but we are a huge part of that. And a lot of us come from, from some very, you know, like problem areas and we need help, right? And you're gonna help your mother. You're gonna make that decision, right? You're gonna take the risk of not helping your mother, have your mother starve and be on the streets or not taking what you work for, yeah. right? That That's what the option should be if it would. I, I, I could remember, um... You know, this happened a couple times with a couple cats we we I played with lived back east, right? And some and, and there was a death in the family, and they couldn't fly home, right? And, and and they had to try to find a way to go around about to get it instead of the school saying, "What do you need? What what what, what do you need? I, I we'll send you home. Whatever you need, we'll take care of it." Instead, everybody was worried about an NCAA violation right. by sending a kid home or giving the kids a meal because you know them little whatever stipend checks they would give you would not last What's that? i never got one neither you know you know that the thing is right think about it. you hear, you hear um the the students uh, or whoever it is they'll complain well you know you, if you do it for the football you gotta do it for the tennis you gotta do it for baseball you do right. it for basketball i'm like stop you gotta do it for swimming when's the last time you saw a hundred thousand people at a tennis match When's the last time you saw a hundred thousand people at a baseball match and a, and a baseball game and, and another hundred thousand outside <laughs> at the tailgate? It don't happen like that. Football mm-hmm. runs all of that. Football is, is like at Alabama. Uh, pay for all the other and, see, they pay they pay for everything. That's that's that, that's the big farce. Football pays for everything. Right. Totally. Yeah, no doubt. No, totally but look, yeah, we want, I want to talk about some. I want to talk about some of your pro stuff. Okay, we got time for some. Pro. Yeah, yeah, we gonna get into. It. You listen to the best damn NFL pod. Period. Um, yeah, I want to get into it too. Go ahead, Ed, because I got some stuff. I, 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 I like. I like to ask you this, Ray. You know, I like to ask every player because you know they always ask. You know, people ask you all the time. You know, who who hit you the hardest? Ask me who hit you the hardest. Who, who, who hit you the hardest? I like. I like to ask you when you think about one of your games. You know, one of them games you say like. Everything was going right. Every every tackle, every, every you made. Every, what game was that? Oof, that was a lot of me, B. But uh, one in particular, I got an answer for that after you answer. Yeah, give, give, me, yeah, I, I, um, give, give me two of. But sometimes it's hard to go. Give me give me two of them. You can think of like, like yeah. I think the game that comes to mind for me is probably we played the uh, Tennessee Titans, and they had never lost in the Duffield Coliseum. And uh, a good friend of mine, who I love to death, Eddie George, we had this thing. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking that was the game, too. <laughs> I was thinking, that, that's why I was just thinking that was the game. Yeah, no, nah, we had this thing, man. And, and I knew, honestly, that the only way for us to change the Ravens' history was us, we had to go through Tennessee. And honestly, it was gonna come. It was gonna come down between me and Eddie. And we went to Tennessee, and it was a war. It was an all-out war. And they punched us in the mouth first first drive. Eddie gets in from nine yards, cuts back, and Brian Billick comes up to me and he looks at me and I said, "I said, Coach, not right now. I, no, don't talk to me right now. 
I got to go talk to my defense. Yeah. And so we went back over there, man. We started banging, banging. I mean, oh man, McNair, rest in peace. And we going back and forth, back and forth. And we get in the third quarter, man, and it's late. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I told Rod, I said, man, one of us got to make a play. Somebody got to make a play to change this game. And man, Eddie broke sharp on a, on a out route ED. And I broke off him and McNair kind of threw the ball behind him. Yeah. And it bounced off my hand. But I had, man, I had what, 16, 17, I was touching every, every, every time he touched the ball, man. And I caught that pick and I went, uh, what, 54 yards? 54 yards right now. Yeah, bro. And it was like, and that was the first time, right, Baltimore had ever reached that moment. You know what I'm saying? To where, like, wait a minute, this is real. Like, we're going to the AFC Championship. Yeah. You know, like, we heading to the dance for real. And uh, probably that one, man. And then we got it, we got it in against the Giants in the Super Bowl. And I still said to this day, like, there was not one play that they ran that I did not know exactly where it was going, right? It was at every play I was I was on every tackle, everything, because it was just like I was just I was so zoned in on that game, man. And uh yeah, I think those two games alone, bro. I it's a lot of other ones, but I'm telling you the ones that we went in and then I looked at Rod and I said, bro, they're not scoring today. Yeah. They are not scoring today. There's nothing up front that they can do that I don't know about. <laughs> So you no. kind of – yeah, bro. And it was like – and so those probably were my two best games, man. Yeah. So so I, to, to add on to that, so, Edie, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving Washington. I, I went to Washington, got traded to Washington from Philly when Ray Rhodes got fired. And um, so I'm there. I'm like, I'm going to retire. I, I got – I'm 14 years in. I'm, I'm done. I put it in, had my share of injury, everything. And John Gruden gets the, has the job in Oakland. He calls me, say, come on, Rich is here. Rich is playing. Just back him up. I know you know the system. Come to Oakland. We'll hang out. <laughs> so that game, you talk, I'm like, okay, I'll play for you, John. It's close to home. I'll go to Oakland. i play for the Raiders. It'll be cool. I'll just ride it out a couple more years with the Raiders. It'll be good. And we're pretty good. It's like, maybe I'll get a really Super Bowl. Y'all was really good. Y'all was really good. Maybe i get a Super Bowl out of this bad boy because, you know, you play a long time. You don't get one. We watched that game, E.D., because the game you're talking about is the playoff game against yeah. Tennessee in Tennessee. Yeah. He does pick it off. We all watching the game. It's, it, we all there. I'm with C. Wood and yeah. uh, another cat of my, Terry Kirby. We watching the game and said, oh, because if y'all won, we got home field. That's right. And if Tennessee won, we would have to go Tennessee. to Tennessee. Yeah. So y'all beat them, and we excited. Cause we got championship game in the black hole. Yeah, it's in the black hole, and them fans gonna be crazy. You know, they're gonna be rocking and ready to go. When I tell you, when you said like when you played the Giants, you knew every play, and like they they was not gonna score. Yeah, I don't know, cause I didn't play against the '85 Bears. Mm-hmm. But y'all's defense that year might have been the best defense I've ever seen or ever played against because. There was no weakness. No weakness. There was no weakness. And you yeah. had to know. I, 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 I'm glad you said that because you had to know going in that season. Sometimes it clicks like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, can't nobody beat us. Right. Can't nobody beat us. And it don't happen every year. Mm-hmm. But that year, nobody was beating you guys. Rodney, Rodney, what, what's crazy is we figured that out when Jacksonville, we came back and beat Jacksonville 39-36. 
um, Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardle with Mark Brunel. Jimmy hit us for 222 yards. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we left the Wayne Starks one-on-one running cover ones right. and different things like that. We come in the meeting right after that, and I look at Marvin Lewis and said, we're never putting our DBs out like that ever again. Mm-hmm. We playing cover two the rest of the freaking season. We possibly blitz a weak side backer, but we're never, no. And so that's why when we made that change, you got to think now, we, I mean, the only touchdown, even, even in Oakland, the only touchdown that was scored in the entire playoffs was one. Yeah. Eddie George and Tennessee scored the first touchdown, right. right? Like Denver didn't score. Oakland didn't score. The, the, you know, the, the Giants didn't score. Like we was clicking. It had already clicked. And, 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 and I speak about this all the time, right? And I try to explain to guys, like even on the show, right, on Paramount, on Inside NFL, I try to tell the guys all the time, y'all don't understand true defense. And, and this is respectfully, right? right? The right defense, the right defense can deal with a great offense any day. The right defense, though, listen to what I'm saying. Because when you have everything on one shoestring, when you have every gap sealed up, when you have every pack, man, that's a problem. That's a problem when you have defenses like that. And we knew that we had something special. And just that road alone, leading up to that playoffs, we had a streak of, we had like four shutouts, four shutouts that year. We was winning games by three, four field goals, right? But what we didn't care about, we didn't even care about the offense. <laughs> 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 we, was like, we was like, it don't matter. They're not scoring. Y'all defense is almost like the Bears. Just don't screw yeah. it up, offense. Just, 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 just don't screw just it up. Don't yeah. screw it up. That's it. That because you had, uh, and I want to get into Lamar Jackson in Baltimore too. Yeah. Uh, but, but speaking of that, you had Trent. Now, you know, a lot of people don't want to give Trent a lot of respect, and I always say it's playing quarterback. And even when I talk to kids today, is that you have to, as quarterback, you have to understand your whole team. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the strength of your team. And if you have a defense like y'all had, no. your job as a quarterback, to your point, is don't screw it up. That's it. Don't put the defense in a bad situation. Punt and play defense and play field position and score when there's an opportunity, you're going to win most of your games. And Trent did that for y'all that year. I used to tell Trent before every game, take every shot on the other side of the 50-yard line and we'll win. That's it. Because even if it's intercepted, if it's not, if, if it doesn't go right, they have to they have to go 80 yards to score. Right. They have to go 80 yards. If And, and I'm telling you, Jermaine Lewis was probably the biggest difference for us because we was going – we had – I think we broke the record that year for three and outs, Right. Like, we was getting people off the field so quickly, and then you kick it to J. Lou, and J. Lou, oh, man, he was changing field positions so crazily. Like, we was just winning tough, dirty games, games that people didn't like to see, right? Because it was ugly. It was brutal. It was beat up. Now, this is when you can actually hit people, too, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you said it, when you can actually hit the quarterbacks. Right. Hit them. When you can hit people, man. Like at one time, Rodney, and you remember this, at one time, there used to be a rule. You can't throw the ball across the middle. Right. That's a bad day. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. That's a bad day, man. So and look, definitely I, don't throw it high. You definitely don't throw it high. Yeah. Now but, there's no fear. And I man. heard uh I heard Tom Brady talking about he can play till he's 50. Yes, you can nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You can. Right? 
Yeah, he said it in, in, in the same interview. You know, he was talking about, he was like, yeah, you know, when I played against Ray Lewis, there was, there was plays that you could not throw the ball. Yeah. Because somebody was going to feel that, E.D. Like, I'm telling you, you're going to be thinking about me on Thanksgiving. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, but that's what Ronnie Lott did. That's what Lawrence Taylor did, right? They set the tone, right, that re- – remember this, right? And then I'm going to leave you alone from a defense perspective. But remember this. Remember when you used to come to the games on defense just to see the big hit? Yeah, they used to have it, the big hits. NFL. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to say, hey, that's my Ronnie, Ronnie Lyle. I said, hey, he's going to put me on that 49 highlight tape. <laughs> I'm going to make that 49 highlight tape. <laughs> oh. All right, so let's, let's, let's bring, it to, bring it to present, man. Yeah. Um, and Ray, this has been great, man. I appreciate you joining us on the best damn NFL pod period presented by DraftKings. Listen, um, talking about Baltimore, I want to stay with the quarterbacks real quick before we get to the team, but Lamar, because Lamar takes so much heat, so much criticism. He's such an unbelievable talent. I think he's gotten better every year. They lose the opening game uh, in in, in Las Vegas. Um, Your take on... Lamar and then just Baltimore, where they stand, do they have a chance? I know they've gone through the injuries and the COVIDs and all that stuff. But right now, just Lamar and his progression so far. Yeah, man, let me tell you. So, like I said this, uh, it was on Peyton Manning, Peyton and Eli's show on Monday night. You know, when you think about elite quarterbacks, those are the people that you sit in the meeting room and you say, how are we going to deal with this? Yeah. Right? Lamar is something outside of Michael Vick. We've never seen this dynamic. Right. Think about the quarterback position. Outside of Mike Vick, you never saw a quarterback that's the fastest player on the field. Stop right there. Right? And and not only that, it's – it's how he moves, right? It's like it's like when you watch this kid play, I sit back and I say all the time, here you go. You don't know what's happening, but he knows he has this, he has this it. And no, it's just being honest. And nobody else in the National Football League has it, right? So when we talk about a lot of people put heat on Lamar, but you got to think about any great team, right? It's what's around Lamar yeah. that makes Lamar better, right? You got to think about, I mean, just receiver point of view. Yeah, we got Hollywood. We got a couple of guys, but do we got that guy yet? Do, do do we have that guy? Right? Do we have those one or two guys? Right? We have the box. Right? We yeah. we we ran the football better than anybody in the history of the game. Right? The last three four years. But you know, this game has turned into a passing league. Yeah. And now, when you have the Patrick Mahomes, when you have the Josh Allen's, when you have the Kyle Murray, when you have all of these guys. To win, to win, you're going to have to have receivers and you're going to have to be able to throw the ball 70 and 80 yards like what Kansas City did against Cleveland this past weekend, right? The whole game is about to be buried, right? And Patrick Mahomes rolls out and throws a 70-yard bomb to to Tyreek Hill and changes the entire game. Yeah, Can Lamar do that? Absolutely. But I'm telling you, it's everything that has to be put around L.J., Look, I'm an LJ fan, not because he's a Raven. I was a fan when he was at Louisville. The kid is special. The kid is elite at every level. And I think personally, 
He can only get better, but we all know nobody beats for all the time. You know, I, you know, Ozzie Newsom said that when they, when they drafted him, I asked Oz at the at the Hall of Fame was the general manager. You know, yeah. Raven at the time, and I said, I said, Oz, I said, is this is he just a, you know, can can is he a quarterback? Can you make him a quarterback? No, Eric, he's a quarterback. He said, he said he can play the position. He said, you know, he has some learning to do. He said, but I'm gonna tell you, he's good. He said he's gonna be very dynamic. He said, and and you know, and I didn't. I didn't know what he meant by that, you know, because think about the NFL, you know, pretty much in the NFL, you can run, you can do it, but after a while, it catches up to you. You know, it don't take long. They, they, they catch up to what you like to do. Yeah. But for him, I mean, he is that guy. He's dynamic. Uh, he can throw the football, but you're right. You've got to put the you got to put the right guys around. If, if you don't have the receivers out there, that, you know, think about all your running backs have been pretty much wiped out. Beat up. Wiped out. So you you have to give him some help, and and, and that's what you see with, with with sometimes great players. They get on teams, and it's they're trying to do too much. Like I say, sometimes sometimes he's trying to do too much. And and for my taste, and I mean I say this, I like it. I love him as a player. He too loose that ball. You know, he hold that ball in one hand. He got to stop doing that. I, when he run, I'm like, put tuck the ball away. You there you go. Just tuck the ball away. But as a player, I gotta say, Ozzy was right. He is a dynamic player. And you you're right. He's very dynamic. Yeah, you write you write about and you also write about putting the people around you. I mean, you you stick go stick uh, go stick Patrick Mahomes in Detroit. <laughs> hey, uh, go, go <laughs> 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 yeah. go we just got we just Detroit. got our quarterback out of Detroit. You're yeah. right. Yeah, see, you see how happy Matthew yeah, Stafford happy was? Matt is. No, 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 no. Better yet, you see how happy the Rams defense is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They would cheer. They cheer louder than the, than the offense. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> they were all. They were the ones running down the field. Every big throw he made. Every so it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but are, are are people reading too much into the uh, the Baltimore loss against the Raiders, or or they got to get back healthy? What do you think? Because they got a big matchup against Kansas City this week, man. What do you Listen, think? But we know this, Rodney. Like that injury bug finds everybody whether it's beginning of the season, the middle of the season, or the end of the season, right? And who would have thought, seriously, in that span, from training camp to now, you lose not only your star corner, not only your star receiver, no, your number one receiver, not only all of your running backs, yeah. right? I mean, you're bringing in Le'Veon Bell. You're bringing in um, 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 Latavius you, Murray. Yeah, Latavius Murray. Yeah. Right? You're bringing in the other boy from Atlanta, um, 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 Freeman. Freeman from Atlanta, right? You got to think about that, right? And you're asking them to learn on the move, right? But so this is what I'm going to say, right? They're going to be tough. They have a tough, tough, tough schedule as well. But with the players that I know, like my, one of my favorite players on the team of all time, and I haven't met him yet, is Marlon Humphreys. I just think Marlon Humphreys is a straight dog when you talk about yeah. football. Yeah. He just knows the game of football. Um but I think they have a tough stretch. But I think this is what develops true character. And I think because they've had so much success winning early, if they can learn from these one or two losses early now, it'll benefit them later in the season when they do get healthy. Because if they're able to get healthy midseason, going into the end of the season, they can be problems in the playoffs. But we all got to sit back and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um and then you know you you mentioned this earlier how it's turned turned into the 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 passing game and and you can't hit anybody um, on on defense. It's hard to play defense nowadays. I, I said it to everybody. I just, 
I watch games and guys get and 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 on the college side too bothers me. Now, they Rodney, get, Rodney, they kicks guys it. out of the game. Rodney, how, how do you do that? Rodney, stop it. I'm telling you right now. If somebody, if we don't do something, there's no way you can kick these babies out of freaking games for making a football mistake. Right. It's a football mistake. We're 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 taught to make that hit. Right. We're taught to do that. And you're kicking us out, man. You got to watch these kids' faces, Ed, when they're leaving that field. I see they're, hurt. They're, they're hurt. The kids are hurt. But because I, as an offensive player, and I said I'm an offensive player, if yeah. I duck my head, you a deep, What are you gonna do? You gonna duck your head? It's automatic. It, it, you know what I mean? Or you gonna say, okay, I'm just gonna come in my chest? <laughs> no, no. I just, yeah. I just think it's wrong, man. You, you, oh, it's it's automatic. If I duck my head, you gonna duck your head? Yeah. The game is really disturbing if you're if you're watching it from a lens and you guys respect respectful, but if you're watching it from a lens of mine, I frown. You know, it's like, no, no, you can't do that. Like, once you take that element out of the game, you make it's not fun anymore for defenders. Can are we gonna do our job? Absolutely, right? Can D linemen still get sacks? Absolutely. But from the linebacker position, laying down what the title is, the title of linebacker, <clears throat> from, yeah. from Dick Buckus to, to, to the Willow Lanier's to the Ray Nitzkis to Mike Singletary's, all the way down, you had one problem. Don't get caught slipping because I'm here to make you feel that. And once you take that dynamic away from the game, oh, guys, just run across the run across the middle now, little slot receivers. Oh, and if you hit me too hard, this is what aggravates me the most. Guys get hit hard now and jump up to the referee saying, he can't hit me. He I can't said, hit me. I said, <laughs> they jump yeah. up like, what? <laughs> What the freak, man? Oh my god! Like, I turn off my TV. I turn off my TV. Go outside and start fishing. I'm done. <laughs> I said, I'm like, I'm on offense. I'm like, come on, dog. I mean, you can't jump off the ground. Like, he hit me. He hit me too hard. Oh my god! Hard <laughs> up. And as a quarterback, that made you that made you work on being accurate. If you were throwing the ball over the middle, because you didn't want to throw it high, you knew how to read it right. Now there's no there's no consequences yeah. for for anybody a receiver going over the middle or a quarterback throwing a bad ball over the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Ray, all right. Before we get out of here, man, we 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 picked three games, man. I got to get you to, to take on on three of these games. We already talked about the Chiefs and Ravens. The Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Um, I, I already know where you're leaning on this. What do you, but, but really, what do you feel? If Chiefs favored by three and a half against the Ravens. How do you pick that game? This is what I'm telling you, right? <clears throat> we know the duel comes down to Lamar and, and uh, Patrick. But let me tell you something. The, the Chiefs defense are going to have to figure out how to stop that in Baltimore. So the last person with the ball wins that game. So I'm going to take the Ravens for sure. Yeah, I just think 0-2 in the AFC, that's a tough spot you don't want to start from. And I think, I think Baltimore, they've always played them tough. They always do. But I think the urgency um, of what has to happen if they can pull this game out, um, yeah, I think this will get them back on track. So I'm going to go to the Ravens with this one for sure. Yeah. E.D., who you like? 
Well, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I picked Cleveland last week to beat uh, Kansas City, and I, I think they, sh- they should have won that game. You know, that that punt, um, you know, special teams is, is a very big, big part of football. Um, in this game, I, I feel like Lamar has something to prove because I I, I know he, is, as a player, when you turn the ball over, it hurts. It, it hurts you, and, and, and I guarantee you, he didn't sleep. And he, I know he thought about it, and, and he, he's going to put it on his shoulders again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm gonna take Baltimore in this game. I, I know he. Yeah, I am too. I, for that, for that reason too, I, I think the Chiefs being favored by three and a half. I think it's gonna be a real close game. I think it's gonna come down to the end, which, which I will take the points in the Ravens uh, on this one. But I, I agree with you, Edie. I think, I think Lamar, the way that game in Vegas ended, he's got a little chip coming back yeah. for week two, mm-hmm. and they're playing at home. Um, I, I like, I like the Ravens as well. All right, we got the Bills. Bills are three-point favorite at Miami. Who you guys like? Go ahead, Ray. Oh, this one tough. Oh, this one tough. Because I like, I like Buffalo. I like Josh Allen. I like what they're doing. I like bringing Bud Dupree over there. I like all of that. I do. But I like Tua and Waddle a little bit more right now. I just think I like what they're – I'm going to take the points against them. I think Buffalo's favorite, right? Yeah, Buffalo's favorite by three. Yep. Yeah, Buffalo's favorite by three, man. I, you man, like Tua, huh? Huh? What's you, you you know, you got all the ties still down in Miami, man. What's the word on – why did, why do they don't want to give Tua that full love yet? You like Tua, though. Well, I do. I do. I do. Um, I think, you know, when you watch that kid accuracy, I think his window of how he throws the ball um, – from a defensive perspective, I would, I would, as soon as I watched film on him, I was like, you got to respect that because he understands it, right? He understands cover one, cover three, cover four, right? I got out, I got to come back, I got to curl. He got all of that science. Um, and they're putting the right pieces around him, man. I'm just telling you, um, Miami is hard to give anybody credit. Why? Because they, they've been struggling so long. <laughs> Don't believe that it's possible, that it's real. But I like two of us, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. All right. Well, you got ED. You know what? Uh, I think the Bills slipped up last week and, and, and lost one. I mean, the Bills are a good football team. I, I like Josh Allen. I like the strong arm he has. I like their football team. I like the way they play defense. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not sold on the Dolphins just yet. I do like what Flores is doing down there, though. And yeah. I – um. I'm to you. I, I think I think Tua, if they just let him play, yep. uh, he's gonna be pretty good. But I, I gotta take the Bills bouncing back on this one down at down in Miami. All right, the last one, the big one out here in LA. Cowboys play Tampa tough. Yeah. Now they now they're going up against the Charger team who went back to Washington and won that game. Chargers are favored by three and a half. Cowboys out here at SoFi against the Chargers. Who you like, Ray? Oh man, I'm def- I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I, I I I watched that game very very closely. If that's any other team in the NFC, Cowboys win that game, right? And uh, I mean, and and to see Dak bounce back the way he Dak the way he bounced back, and I'm and I'm a I'm a big fan of CD Lambs. Um, I just think that kid is very very special, and Ezekiel Elliott. He didn't have the game that he wanted to have last week. Trust me. And this week, they will find a way to feed Zeke, guaranteed. And I think Herbert is he's he's good. He's good. He he has some weapons out there, and they're doing some creative things out there uh, with the Chargers. But 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ride with Dallas on this one. Definitely favorite. I gotta take Dallas in the points for sure. Yeah. You know, that's a tough one. You know, you know, you know how I feel about the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> no, you know I don't like the Cowboys. I know. I pulled I for the Cowboys last last week. It was hard. Because you know, I, you I know, but you, I know how you feel the Cowboys because I, I, I like Dak and I like I, I, I like both of them. And then I, that was tough for me to do, but I did pull them. They lost anyway. Uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you something, man. The San Diego team is a good football team. People don't realize what team? What team? What team? AD? What team? No, no, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, 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 L, the LA Chargers. It's still San Diego, damn it. They're still San Diego. The LA Chargers. Spoken like a true. Spoken like a true Ram. Yeah, the LA Chargers. They don't. Even, they shouldn't even be here. But um, the Chargers have a good football team. The Cowboys. They, 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 they play. They played a very good football game uh, a couple of weeks a week ago. But I'm going to take the Chargers at home. I think the Chargers have enough weapons to, to go with, to stick with it. Keenan Allen, I mean, the quarterback, Her, Herbert, mm-hmm. I mean, he he is he's the real deal. And that, he is. that defense can play. I mean, they, they both so they, they got a good defense here in San Diego. And I mean, I'm sorry, in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Chargers at home. I know I'm stepping off. Chargers favorite. I'm going to take it. All right, so Chargers are, get, Chargers are favorite three and a half. I'm going with the Cowboys. I, I think that – I like what I saw too, Ray. I like what I saw against Tampa uh, yeah. in week one. I like to see Dak. I, that was the question. Can Dak, yeah. is Dak back, right? Yeah. And, and I think he showed that. And I think you're right. Zach Martin on the offensive line comes back for the Cowboys mm-hmm. this week, which will help Zeke hopefully. Um, but I'm giving, I'm getting, I'm taking the points in the Cowboys in this one, man. I think the Cowboys go one and one against a tough Charger team. And then, then, the, then the talk really starts. Are the Cowboys back? If they go 0-2, it's going to be some talk. <laughs> Always Jerry doing that. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, nothing but love for you, man. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, telling stories, man. It's always great to catch up with you. Rodney Pete, before I let you go, do you remember the one time we played in Carolina? Oh yeah. Do you remember what I said that day? <laughs> I, I know it had something to do with old. I know. I say, I say, I say, ED, listen to this. You know me. I'm young. I'm this young I'm this young lion. We trying to hunt out there. I said, if Rodney Pete beat me today, I'm retired. <laughs> and guess what, ED? ED, we got we got it, y'all. Get him. He got him. He got him. I love you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, Ray, send us that, send us that, send us that picture. I want to see the neck roll on. I'm telling you, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Neck roll, baby. I love it. All right, let's just rub it. Thank you, brother. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.